So, first, before this presentation, I told you a history. I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. So, first, I wanted to ask you something. What makes you buy or play a video game? What? A lot of different things. <laughs> I was going to say, you have The Last of Us up there. That's a game where I was very compelled to buy it because of the story. Because I know it kind of pushes the envelope of the narrative. Exactly. Sometimes the story. Sometimes the story. <laughs> so, here is a, a little fact. That every game tells a story. So, what makes us buy the video game is how good the story is, in most of times. So in almost every video game, we will find a story or a narration that we will explain, that will explain our actions throughout, throughout our adventure. That's why in Super Mario, we go through a lot of levels just to save Princess Peach, because it would be pointless other way, otherwise. <laughs> so since we see that there is a, a story, we could consider games are narrations as texts. And since let's consider them text, then we can study them. And the science in in charge of studying text, one of them is narratology, which is the branch of knowledge of criticism that deals with the structure and function of narrative and themes, conventions, and symbols from the online Oxford English Dictionary. Okay. So as I told you, every game tells something. There's a narration. And in this presentation, I want to give you like some examples of how the game, a game is narrated. How? Because not every game we find the same kind of narration. So in the following minutes, I will show you many games with many types of narration. Let's start with the basic narration. Okay. Uh, it, the basic narration is where the player is given almost no choice. The game presents this narration, and the only way the player can, or the gamer can, go is onwards, until the end. It's like in Super Mario. Super Mario, you, can, you could always go to the right, and you never could go back. So let me show you an example.
So this can be taken as a example of basic narration. We can see through through the whole video the message follow. The player the player only the player's only choice is to follow the leader of this of the squadron in this case to its objective. We may see a lot of doors, a lot of corridors, a lot of streets, but there's only one to follow. So but not every game is like this. So let me tell you about the point and click narration. Say uh, name them. Uh, these are uh, some games that you are given some choices and the game changes depending on which choices you choose from. The, the interesting feature here is that you know you are making a choice. So, and as I will, you will see the story changes. Let me just give well, you an example. If I give you this, will you let me sleep? Yeah, yeah, all right. Here we see that we are given two choices. In other cases, there will be more. And the game will change completely if we give this pig the drink or if we take it. And throughout the game, we may see different endings with different stories depending on our choices. And for example, this game is one of the best examples. You may know others like Monkey Island, another good example. So. Uh, these are what the, they are called point-and-click narration, and the narration is given to the to the player, and the player uh, chooses how he wants to go through that narration. But he knows that he has a choice. There are other cases like this, like Beyond Two Souls, which we can say that there is a narration with no apparent player involvement. In these cases. There are some points in the game where we know we are given a choice between A, B, or C, but there are other cases in which we don't have we don't know if we have a choice either to go left or right because the game tells us nothing about it. Let me just give you an example here. So in this case, we know we are given a choice. So we see that in some cases we are given a choice, but throughout this short clip, the player may have that may have do any uh, a lot of things like slightly move the controller and it would change the game maybe not take that cup even though we were given a choice then but anything the player does without thinking involves the game and that's for example why this game is frustrating for a lot of people because they don't know what to do it's like more like a movie than 
like a sixty dollar movie, than a video game. Okay. Uh, then, so in all the previous cases we have text, text that allow us to know what we are doing. But there are now some games that we could consider as visual narration. We are given no text. Is what we see that tell us what we have to do or the point on in our journey throughout the game. And I think that this game, Journey, by that game company, is the best example. And let me give you just... So, in this uh, game, we see that we don't have any text. We only see that there's a light on the top of the mountain, and we suppose that we have to go there. For example, so there's no text at all. We see a light, and we figure out that we have to go there for no reason. We also see, for example, another player, another character like this. We know, we don't, we know nothing about this, this character. It's only someone in the desert walking and for example as i said we see another different uh, player the funny thing about this game is that that another player is maybe someone connected to the game in another part of the world but the funny thing is that you cannot talk to him or to her you know who is behind that character you cannot interact with him in any way that involves talking or writing or anything you just have to figure out how to communicate and to get to the mountain. So we see a visual narration here. Okay. And let's jump to the next narration. And we, in some games we find what I we call the co-narration. Co-narration, in which way? That there is a narration provided by the game, but the, the developer and another narration provided by the players. 
for example, in this game, you can do uh, practically whatever you want. You can follow the main quest line to to reach the end, or to go to another to another city and do another quest, or go to a castle atop a mountain that wasn't on the game, but some player uploaded into the game with the use of mods, as I told you in the in my previous presentation about uh, the history. So let me give you like an example. This is the actual footage from the player. Okay. So this is, let me, let me, uh, where is it? Here, audio, yes, let's hear the music. Okay. So this is me in the player, in the game. I'm riding my horse and this is the world. So I could go anywhere. I could go follow this quest line here and to find someone's lost items or to kill someone because the guild of assassins asked me to. Or I could just go to my farm and collect my potatoes or to raise a kid or to find a wife or to go to Hobbiton, which was not in the game, but was implemented by someone who uploaded a mod and I decided to download it. So we are given complete freedom to narrate our own story throughout the game. So we see a connection between the community and the game and the development developers. <coughs> so. Water. Okay. So, uh, oh my. Oh my, no, no. Porque? Wait a second. The problems of the direct. Okay, now. Sorry. Okay, so, connaration between the gamer and the game and going like similar to this we have the what we can call the mmo narration the multiplayer online game narration in these games uh, we can only go uh, through the narration with the help of other players we cannot al alone we cannot finish the game and when once the community has reached certain level in the narration, then we unlock the next step. But if I, if I by myself reach that point, I will never unlock the next step in the, in the story of the game. And for example, let me give you like one of the latest chapters of the narration in World of Warcraft. Andaria, of hills of gold, in dark and mournful times of old, did once a hopeless horror hold. When from her sacred veil did spring, with storm and flash, a monstrous thing, his name, Lei Shen, the Thunder King. His thunder boomed across the land, and none who dared and fought stand against the iron tyrant's hand. A palace grand, a warm domain, 
such mighty works born of his reign. Thy slaves, their hearts in chains. But seasons change and tyrants die. His fury spent in times gone by. The thunder slept beneath Kunai. Secure their remains, brothers. I sat the lorry hands. He has been taken. I sat the lorry voice. He has a weekend. So, as we, got, we have seen here, we are presented with a new bad guy we have to kill, but it is not so easy. First, we have to siege the island where this new Thunder King is, is, is waiting. But it's not so easy. You cannot invade an island with only one soldier. So the whole community has first to gather some sources and then invade the island, which is not quite easy. And once we have invaded the island, we have to kill the bad guy, which is not, you cannot do alone as well. So you have the help, you need the help of the other players. And once we have killed this new guy, then we will go to the next level. But we need the power of the community to achieve so. So MMO narration. Oh, sorry. And then let me give you a last two examples, which are quite characteristic yeah just to finish so here we have the anti-narration this game i love this game is it's a game where we are the player and we are giving a narration but the game knows that it is a game so the game makes fun of the game and its narration so just yeah sorry let me just play it quickly so we this is the story of a man named Stanley. Stanley worked for a company in a big building where he was employee number 427. Employee number 427's job was simple. He sat at his desk in room 427 and he pushed buttons on the keyboard. Orders came to him through a monitor at the desk, telling him what buttons to push, how long to push them, and in what order. This is what employee 427 did every day of every month of every year. And although others might have considered it soul-beating, Stanley relished every moment of the orders he had given, as though he had been made exactly for this job. And Stanley was happy. 
And then one day, something very peculiar happened. Something that would forever change Stanley. Something he would never quite forget. He had been at his desk for nearly an hour when he realized that not one single order had arrived on the monitor for him to follow. No one had showed up to give him instructions, call a meeting, or even say hi. Never in all his years at the company had this happened, this complete isolation. Something was very clearly wrong. Shocked, frozen solid, Stanley found himself unable to move for the longest time. But as he came to his wits and regained his senses, he got up from his desk and stepped out of his office. All of his co-workers were gone. What could it mean? Stanley decided to go to the meeting room. Perhaps he had simply missed a memo. No matter how hard Stanley looked, he couldn't find a trace of his co-workers. Okay. So here we see how first the video game makes fun of video games. Like when he said that the only thing that Stanley could do is pushing, button, uh, pushing buttons at which buttons buttons he was told to to push okay so in this game for example he the now the narrator tell us to go to the meeting room but if we don't go to any meeting room the narrator will make fun of us that's why it is called anti-narration we go against the narration and the narration makes fun of us and knows that we are screwing with him okay and just like one final example is the no narration this is a extraordinary example, the game Flower. We, ha we have no narration, no story, nothing. This is, this is what the game is about. And Unlike in Journey, where we had the mountain top with the light that more or less pointed us the destiny, here we don't have, we have nothing. We just have a petal going through the wind. We don't know why. We don't know what do we have to do. So there's no narration, no story, nothing. Just like a visual experiment in this case. So as you can see, we can treat text, uh, video games as, as texts, texts. And this only uh, some few examples of the different ways to narrate a game, but there are many more. So, do you have any question? Nope. Okay. Well, thank you for your patience.